This is God Alive. This is the Exalted Pile Driver. This is Criff. I mean Arnold. This is Alex and Nick from Tyrannonaut. Greetings from the far Siberian deeps. Here is Peter of Isgerur Morph. This is Zeke Evil from Natal Quest. This is Nick from Hessian Firm. This is Jason from Sulaco. I'm eating a plain cheeseburger. What's up, everybody? This is Ross Dolan from Immolation. This is Brian Mason from Charmer, Sulaco, and Contrarian. Maybe BML. What's up? This is Sully. This is Mama Nat. Hey, this is Rick Dorff from Wolfpack 44, the Electric Hellfire Club, and Coven. This is Richie from Grave Huffer. We're Immortal Possession, and you're listening to Grand
right, we started off episode 233 with The Pale Stillness from the Netherlands. The song was The Wondrous Sorcery of the Bear Mountains, and that was off of the Amidst the Moon Sorcery of the Ancient Kingdom release, which is out now on fantastic local record label Wernome Records. Wernome. I always want to say we're gnome. Yeah. But I believe it's a were gnome. Yeah. Like not a werewolf, but a were gnome. Yes. Then after that, we heard from local talent, Bill Tash, with his project Obscure Form. We heard the song Dream Eater off of the Infinite Unknown album. Bill Very is good. currently working on new material. He's always working on something. Yes. I have uh, something for you, and I think I have something to add to this, and you probably do too. Um, this is a, an article of 12 embarrassing things people learned way too late in life. Mm. I didn't, and I didn't know many of these. Well, I don't know. Let me just read some of them. Number one is uh, that sodas are called soft drinks because they have no hard alcohol. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know this. So apparently I learned that way too late too. Baby carrots are just shaved down big carrots. I never thought about this either, but of course they are, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, number three, I don't understand this one. Uh, if you can picture the Disney logo, this person thought that um, the D... And Disney was a backwards G for some reason. Okay. And it kind of does look like it, but I don't know. Uh, this this one's funny. And we make fun of these um, misquoted phrases. Oh, yeah. Um, this one is for all intensive purposes. <laughs> um, instead of for all intents and purposes. And there's a lot of those that people oh, yeah. get wrong. Yeah. I'm sure we have some that we say wrong, but... Yeah. Um, this one is odd. This person always thought that a lemon was ripe and a lime was not ripe yet. Like, they thought it was the same thing, but they thought a lime just, <laughs> like... Like a green banana. Okay, that, let's just keep going on that one. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. Um, this person didn't know that uh, pickles were just cucumbers and vinegar until they were 19. Uh, Arkansas is pronounced Arkansas and not the way it is spelled. You know, you don't pronounce the S at the Who end. Who doesn't know these things? I don't. I've heard people say that. All right. Maybe after we go to Arkansas, we can go to Illinois. Yes, I've heard people say that a lot. I think they've. I've heard that more than than Arkansas. <laughs> um, that in-law literally means related by law. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, it should be bylaws. <laughs> yes. Um, 
this person uh, recently learned that a wolverine is an actual animal. They didn't think it was <laughs> for some reason. Okay. Tasmanian devils are too. <laughs> uh, this person didn't know that lambs were baby sheep until they were in their 30s. Um, there's a few more here, but they're not very good. Um, I'm ashamed to say that I only recently learned that Flea played the bass on <laughs> Young MC's Bust a Move. <laughs> I had no idea. I like how that's how you relate to this article. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything? Um, I learned probably too late in life that it's human beings and not human beings. <laughs> human has beans. <laughs> <laughs> when did you learn that? Um, probably in my 20s. <laughs> I know. That's, that's good. Yeah. I, I know I've had some too that we've talked about in the past. I can't think of. I can't think of them right now. Yeah. But there was there was one that I remember being like, that's really bad. <laughs> I can't remember what it was right now, but if I think of it all. It'll come to us. Yeah. It was it was very like how did I not know this? Yeah. <clears throat> wanna play some music? I do. What do you want to hear? Uh, I'd like to start out with Tower from New York City with the song Running Out of Time off of the Shock to the System release. Yeah, and Tower is going to be here with Exciter in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm excited too. <laughs> well played. After that, we're going to hear Truth to Power with the song Omega off of the EP Claim Your Freedom, which is available now. And then we're going to go into Chahom with the song Chavin de Juntar off of the Knots of Aberrants. <laughs> Thank you. Which will be released November 3rd on Sentient Ruin. <laughs> Lord, what hey! 
This is Aaron from Dark Age Records, and you're listening to Grim Dystopian.
I have some true crime updates for you. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, I like true crime. Um, We all know and remember Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Yeah. She is being released from prison. Hmm. You know, I thought she was released. No. Hmm. Um, She is getting out of prison early. She's been granted parole and is set to be released in December three years before her original release date. Hmm. Gypsy, who's been serving a 10-year prison sentence after being convicted of second-degree murder in connection with the death of her mother, Dee Dee Blanchard, is set to be released on parole December 28th. Um, If you remember, Gypsy was sentenced to a decade behind bars in 2016 after pleading guilty in her mother's murder, a case that spawned a Hulu scripted series and an HBO documentary. Mm-hmm. Those um, are great series. Yes. Gypsy's then boyfriend, Nick admitted to murdering Dee Dee in 2005 to help Gypsy escape her mother's clutches. 
He's currently serving a life sentence while Gypsy was originally set to be released from custody in 2026 after pleading guilty to second-degree murder. Well. Yeah. That's a very sad story for everybody involved. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Um... Also, another sad story for everybody involved. I have an update on Taylor Shaw business. Mm. Here we go. The woman, the woman who brutally decapitated and dismembered um, her lover, is sentenced. I have a question before you continue. Okay. Is there a way to not brutally decapitate somebody? No. No, I don't think so. I don't think there is. Can you like gently decapitate? No, I don't think so. Gentle decapitation. <laughs> it's either going to be a recapitated genital song or a or a new song. band name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. Um. So Taylor Shaw business will be spending the rest of her life behind bars. Hmm. So her her uh, her lawyer didn't get her off on. Nope. Uh, the woman found guilty of the murder and dismemberment of Shad Thyrian was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of extended supervision or parole for first-degree intentional homicide. She was given additional time to be served concurrently on charges of mutilating a corpse and third-degree sexual assault. Hmm. Mutilating a corpse. So it sounds like they did work that uh, that ploy in. Well, she's still got sexual assault, though, so mm. I don't know. Um, during the proceeding, Shaw Business appeared to be wearing a spit hood, something typically worn to prevent spitting, biting, or to exposure to ex- diseases. Nasty. Yeah. Um, at the hearing, Shaw Businesses, Shaw Businesses, <laughs> <laughs> attorney um, called Taylor's grandmother, cousin, and father, the latter of whom came from prison, to testify on her behalf before the judge's sentencing. First was her grandmother, Esther, who appeared via Zoom. She revealed that she was currently caring, caring for her granddaughter's son, Mateo who will turn two next month. So Shaw Business has a two-year-old. Not from Shad. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, The grandmother said she planned to adopt the child to keep him in the family. Says she's been through a lot for a young person to take in. Um... Her father, testifying in his prison jumpsuit, said he didn't think his daughter was a monster either, despite the convictions. He also wanted the possibility of parole, saying mistakes were made. Her not being in the right state of mind when it happened has a lot to do with it. Drugs mess people up. Hmm. Good luck with that. She opted to not speak during her hearing. Um, but her lawyer maintains that he believed the murder was a meth-fueled incident. Mm. 
I feel like she doesn't build that case for herself mm-hmm. um, throughout her trial, though. Yeah. Like, if that was a meth-fueled incident, why is she wearing a spit cover? Uh, right. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. So I guess that's a wrap on the Shaw business trial. Yeah. Until she gets out for good behavior. I don't think so. No. Not, not on this one. Yeah. Again, there's no winners, though. I mean, it yeah. sucks for everybody. It's really fucked up story. Yeah. Yep. I wonder when that is going to be... Turn into a series. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like it's going to... Yeah. I mean, the article is... It's a really long article, and it the details are insane and brutal mm-hmm. and very disturbing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the whole story is insane. Yeah. So. Um. All right. I think I heard Grandma knocking. Yeah.
That was Executioner, which was pre-obituary with the song Live Like the Dead, uh, coming off of their ultra-rare 1986 demo. You wouldn't know it, but apparently that was recorded at Morrisound. Um, and it was also released as two bonus tracks on the 1997 Roadrunner Records reissue of Obituaries Slowly We Rot. All right. That's a lot of info to take in. Yep. Um, I have something interesting that I happened upon this week. Okay. Um, this is an interesting idea that two people are doing. Just two? Yeah, I think so far. And there's a TED Talk on this, and um, I forgot what his name is, but uh, he's done some podcasts and interviews on this idea. <clears throat> um, the suspense is killing me over right. here. So it's it stems from the... Th- he's, he's trying to do away with frivolous copyright... Um, suing like that riff sounds like my riff and you know what I mean there's some that are ridiculously or total ripoffs right yeah but there's also some that are like I've never even heard the song and I'm being sued because I copied something I didn't know this melody or whatever yeah Yeah. Um, so and he says in this what I heard that was a podcast I listened to um, he says that copywriting like chord progressions is not often done. Like you can't really kind of like a drum beat. I guess you can't really, according to him, you can't really copyright this stuff, but you can copyright melodies. So what they did, uh, also to back up, um, also they determined that AI generated or computer generated um, melodies can't be copyrighted. Okay. According to like the latest AI laws. Okay. Which, all right. So what they did was they, they, and this is interesting. They generated every possible melody that could exist, that has existed, or could ever exist. Um, and it's I think it's six point. something billion different melodies, right? It's like this huge... Yeah, I can't even imagine. So they did this. They generated this with with this computer. They they actually share the code. So they generated this, and they saved all of this as MIDI melodies, basically. And then they put all of the melodies, which are supposed to include every melody that's... Like, Could or yeah, ever existed. Like, okay. For whom the bell tolls, bass line is part of one of these melodies, right? Yeah. In theory. Um, and they put, since you can't copyright them, they generate this with the computer. They put all of this in the public domain. And the con- and according to this guy, people have used this concept to get out of lawsuits where someone would say, you've... 
Bear with me. I'm almost finished here. Uh, no, no, I'm listening. You look like I'm fucking bored silly no. over here. Am I glazing over? No, I'm, inter- <laughs> I'm interested. Sorry. <laughs> um, so like, say uh, um, someone says, oh, you stole the, the main melody of Under Pressure. Uh, and I could say, I've never heard that song. What I did here was in this the huge public pro- domain. Yeah. And according to this guy, the, that argument has worked in, you know, people getting out of certain lawsuits. So I think sometimes some of those are really ridiculous, but mm. other times they're kind of valid. So yeah. what yeah. about the people that have a valid case against like, yeah. hey, you just robbed my entire song? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I agree. Huh. I know part of me like... That's interesting. Part of me doesn't believe in, like, owning intellectual property like that. Yeah. But, I don't know. You shouldn't be able to blatantly rip off somebody's shit and and profit from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or call it your own. Like, how would you feel if a huge band went on and learned a Wald Hexen song and then all of a sudden they were making millions of dollars off of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be honored. Wouldn't you? I don't know. No. I think you'd be a little pissed too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's like a big topic and I know like like art influences art. Yeah. Um, yeah, I totally see both sides. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Uh, I just, I thought it was really interesting what this, these two guys really did. Yeah. Um, so this project is, and there's a website for it. Um, it is allthemusic.com. So if, if you just put all the music as one word dot com and go to that, it has, I think his TED talk is there. It has the, you can download all the melodies um, and it has the code for how they generated everything. Interesting. If you're interested. I don't know. I thought it was an interesting yeah. story, but I'm a nerd, so. There's other nerds out there too. <laughs> all right. I have blabbed on long enough. We're going to play some music? Yes, please. All right. Looks like we're kicking it off with Eternal Rot with the song Lurker in the Morgue coming off of the Moribound release um, on Memento Mori in Conspiracy with Gods of War Productions. Then after that, gangs of old ladies from all Australia (laughs) with the song Possessed. And this is coming off of the album Death Magic Volume 1.
Okie dokie. Um, so oftentimes we will talk about what we've been watching. Yes. And thanks to our bud Adam from Sully. Um, we started watching, what's it called? The Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And even if you don't like wrestling or don't know the backstory, the series is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Yeah, it is. But it's crazy. Both of us used to be into wrestling. Mm. Um, I was telling Adam that when I was in high school, we would call each other and do like three way on the phone Mm. and watch Monday Night Wrestling all together. (laughs) It's just like a thing we did. I don't know. Yeah. Um, But it talks about like a lot of those people that we watched in our childhood. Yeah. So I think it was really cool for us. But like I said, even if you never followed wrestling or never were into it. Yeah. It's a really good series. I was into it. You guys are the same age pretty much. right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I was obviously nine or 10 years older. Yeah. So you watched it in black and white. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was definitely older, the this, this stuff, the wrestlers. But they mention a lot of the older guys, too, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had Bruiser Brody on there, and they had, uh, I guess, Iron Cheeks on there, but I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah. And um, Like the Hart family. Yeah, and uh, Macho Man. Mancho Man. Mancho. Elizabeth. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. That's a good episode. They're all awesome. Yeah. Like I said, even if you don't know who these people are, like yeah. the backstories of what was going on behind the scenes is, yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 So there, that's our watch of the week. Yeah. There's a lot of good heels portrayed throughout the series. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think people did before the internet, before Google? Um, when they wanted to ask an odd question or find some very specific inquiry. I don't know. Well, They went to the library? They did. They went to or called the library and would ask, I have a list of some very odd questions. Would you like to hear some of them? Uh, yeah. You would, huh? I never thought to do that, though. I'd ride my bike to the library and secretly ask my weird questions yeah you did do that i don't the, remember ever doing that the library was a huge part of my childhood because i could ride my bike there it was nice and quiet and i was a nerd with no friends so you're still weird <laughs> <laughs> uh all right some of these some of these are good uh, and they have the date and the year um that these were list or recorded. They they like wrote them down on cards. Uh, list of famous men born prematurely. That was June seventh of nineteen fifty. Huh. Okay. <clears throat> this one's good. There's no date on this one. <clears throat> does does the female human being belong <laughs> to the mammal class? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Um, when before 1866 was there no full moon in February this was asked on February 9th of 1950 
Um, I love this. You do? Yeah. There's an answer to this one. Um, According to our research, the answer is 1847. Uh, This phenomenon happens about every 19 years. Interesting. Um, See what happens when you get involved with the library? You learn stuff. This one's good. Uh, can, Can mice throw up? This was a... May 25th of 1949. Wait, is there an answer to that? Uh, The writer of the article in question, writer of article using this question was told by a laboratory assistant that mice actually do throw up. Well, according to Google... Uh, mice are not capable of burping or vomiting due to their small stomachs. Well, this this says, and this is dated two days before my birthday. Two days before I was born, this question was answered that mice do throw up. <laughs> um, July 10th of 1945, the question, may a funeral be held on July 4th, was asked. Okay. Mm, okay. Uh, 1943. No, 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 no. Oh, th- this is a question and answer. Uh, this is asked on June 23rd of 1949. If self-preservation is the first law of nature, what's the second? Uh, the answer is exploitation is the second. Okay. <laughs> is it? There's no date on this one. Is it proper to wear a veil at nighttime? Okay. <clears throat> There's no date on this one. When, when West Point cadets throw their hats in the air at graduation, do they ever get them back? <laughs> Somebody was worried about their grad cap. Here's a good one. This is September 22nd of 1949. If a poisonous snake bites itself, will it die? (laughs) 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 This is good. Somebody in 1962 was looking for... This this ties into our... uh, uh, mispronounced uh, phrases. In 1962, someone was looking for the Charles Darwin book, Oranges and Peaches. <laughs> the librarian politely directed the person to On the Origin of Species. <laughs> That's great, Oranges and Peaches. <laughs> someone called, this is November of 1949, somebody called the librarian and asked, can you tell me how much water I use? <laughs> Do you have any books on the science of Athar, which is the science of deducing information from camel tracks? This was uh, June 23rd of 1949. Wow. I didn't even know that was a thing. Me neither. Do you, February of 1966. Do you have information about permanent people? I don't know what that means. Oh, this is interesting. 
I wonder who asked this one. I'm going to end on this one. Um, June 6th of 1958. Obviously, a serial killer called in and asked what the nutritional value of human flesh is. Oh. <laughs> what year was that? Did it say? 1958. Hmm. Interesting, huh? Yeah. All right. Want to play a couple more songs? Yeah, we're going to head out of here for the week. Yes. All right. Oh, man. I You want me to read these? Yep. All right. Uh, I'm going to butcher these horribly. Uh, first up, we're going to hear Nebel Cray with the song Kranich Trame. This is taken off of their album Ephemer, which is out on October 27th via Crawling Chaos Records. And then after that, Wald Fuster with the song Black Flies off of the album Unter Bronzenen Kronen out on AOP Records. Actually, it's out now. It came out on September 29th. <laughs> Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And... If you try to do too much, you will achieve nothing.
me.